Hi everyone, my name is Aisa and you're tuning in to Seek to Speak Speaking Snacks where we chronicle easy speaking tips in bite-sized digestible portions in order to help listeners better verbalize themselves and their stories. And this week we are going to be doing something different instead of me telling you what you can do to improve your communication skills. Instead, we're going to review our season 2 guest best advice on communication, self-expression and public speaking. Seek to Speak so if you haven't listened to all the episodes of season two, this is a great way to review the season as well as preview the episodes and maybe go back to some of your favorite episodes or go back to an episode that you've missed and maybe are more curious about now. So let's start with body positive sex advocate Jasmine King, which is episode one of season two. This is where she talked about why public speaking or speaking out is very important. Instead of fitting into the narrative of what a plus-size person should be, what a fat chick should be, or whatever it is, being that we are petty, unworthy, no confidence, I decided to go out of that narrative and create this whole new persona, and I do this through public speaking. Because I thought that the best way to sort of show people who you are as a person is by showing how you carry yourself and speech is so powerful. I love this message so much because it means you can take control of your story by telling it differently. And Jasmine did exactly that. She didn't shy away from the stereotype. Instead, she confronted it. She put herself in situations where she is able to change the narrative. But of course, communication skills don't come easy, as Jason Wee from Architects of Diversity explains in episode 5, where he talked about the value of diversity and just not running away from our differences, and how conflict actually helps us grow and progress as a society, as long as we communicate well and be empathetic towards each other. This allows issues to be talked about, issues that would otherwise be taboo. This is Jason talking about why it's important to hear everyone's opinion even if they vary from yours. Here is him responding to our radical roleplay scenario about a student wanting to confront her peers as well as parents about discrimination. Make sure that everyone had a chance to speak um, mm. their own perspective. And so maybe that's something that um, you want to try out. You know, Don't be afraid of conflict, but perhaps give a chance for people to really express you know, what they think. For example, maybe your, your parents, and then they can you know, perhaps learn to really dissect their own you know, emotions better. For example, you know, that one activity we did um, with sharing our stories and our mm. experiences and then, you know, everyone cried as, as well as after. <laughs> and having that space to speak and express yourself is so, so important. The founder of social enterprise Project ID, Kelvin, in episode two, talked about why there are Sembang Lepak sessions where students just engage in discussions on various issues, help students feel more connected and less alone when school moved online and they weren't able to see their friends. It's like a public discourse in a very safe space. So Sembang Lepak is that online equivalent where students come in, they have a safe space, we set the tone, we have some expectations on like being respectful in communicating, and students just exchanging ideas with one another. Um, so it's, it's addressing two things. Number one is you're bringing out the best in students. Yeah. They're given, again, self-agency. They're empowered to, to think that I have ideas and it should be shared and I'm sharing with like-minded peers. That's number one. Number two is students do want to share. It's an outlet. Imagine sitting at home and you don't have a space to, to participate. 
Even YB Syed Sadiq, Member of Parliament for Moir in Episode 6, talked about the importance of public speaking and debating especially. He's a huge proponent of debating because he believes that it makes us global citizens, citizens who are empowered, citizens who are informed, citizens who are able to speak our mind because we know about the issues that are happening around us. Debating was pivotal in shaping how I move forward and I hope that a lot more people, young ones, will pick up debating. Uh, it's not just about being able to speak fluently. It's about you becoming very empathetic to what happens in, in society, you wanting to shape Malaysia in the best way possible. Um, I think once more people do that, I'm very sure we will be able to progress better. And sometimes it's not even about knowing a lot and speaking about these serious issues. Sometimes it's just important to speak about things that you feel or things that you are going through in order to normalize certain topics or destigmatize them. That's what Jasmine is trying to do with her sex positive platform. And even Datuk Nicole David, former world number one squash player in episode seven, emphasized the importance of talking about mental health in order to put more light on the issue and in order to encourage more people to talk about these issues. Here is Datuk Nicole talking about destigmatizing and normalizing conversations on mental health. I do hope that more athletes will talk about it because we sometimes yeah. a lot of them feel like, you know, you feel like you're being soft if you if you are struggling mentally and every athlete has to be tough and nothing gets through them. The most important thing is to talk about it. It's not bad or it's nothing wrong with saying that you're not okay and and I think that's what we need um, more so than ever. Not not just athletes, but everybody. Um, and if athletes can be those role models to talk about it, then more people will follow suit. So now that you know the many, many wonders of having great communication skills, being persuasive, speaking out, basically soft skills, you may feel like, yeah, that sounds great, but I've got a lot of insecurities. I'm not confident about a lot of things. Like what if I'm not good enough? What if I'm just boring? I'm not charming enough? Or maybe my BM or my English is terrible. Well, take Akasha's advice from Podcast Don't Mind in episode 3, where we gave him a scenario on his friend being scared to start a gaming podcast since he's not very good in English. This is what he says. Don't worry. Me, as an example, I don't speak English very well, but I will try my best to deliver what I want to share with uh, with my audience. I mean, like you, you have a, a very good skill in gaming. I think that is a, a very good thing for you to share with, with me, uh, with my friends and with your friends, with the audience. It's very good. For me, the most important thing is when you speak, especially in English, you speak to communicate, not to show how genius you are. <laughs> and as long as you <laughs> can, as long as I understand and your friend can understand, then it's good. Just, just go for it. And you know what? Akash really walks the talk because he actually told me that he was quite nervous about the episode since he's not very fluent in English, but he did it anyways. And I think he did so well on the show because it really doesn't matter how impressive you sound. As long as you get your message across, that's enough. And to be honest, even Sadiq had issues when he first started out. In our sixth episode, he talked about failing in front of a bunch of high school girls in a debating tournament. And I can actually attest to the accuracy of this fact or statement because we were actually in the same debating circuit in university. And while he's a great orator now, he's great because of sheer hard work and determination because he wasn't actually very good at the start. But I'll let him tell you his story. When I first joined uh, debating, 
I remember confronting uh, a really good team from SDF, Sekolah Tun Fatima. And these are three beautiful ladies going against three random guys from Royal Matri College. <laughs> and I remember they were so good and overwhelming that we were thrashed by far. We lost really badly. And I remember only having, uh, only mastering the courage to speak for less than one minute, uh, which was my introduction and some blabbering. And then I stopped. And I knew that that was me at the bottom, uh, that I was a scary cat. I didn't dare to speak. I couldn't speak well, especially in front of, 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 of women. Um, but <laughs> um, I knew from that day onward, I wanted to improve myself. So don't be afraid to be yourself, your real self with your insecurities and your fears and your experiences because speaking is all about expressing yourself and honestly expressing yourself and true speech. Speaking is the most easiest and most direct form of communication and both Dato Nicole David and Azif Mustafa advises the importance of being yourself when you speak. So Azif is a two-time TED Talk and international keynote speaker. And when I ask him what his biggest takeaway is from all of his speaking experience, and he has said he's probably spoken on like more than a thousand stages, this is what he said in episode eight. It would be to be yourself. I think the worst thing you could do is try and sound like someone else or try and be like someone else. I think when you're first starting out, it's good to kind of have some benchmarks, people that you like, but you can't, you know, it, it's, it's impossible to try and emulate or trying to become like them. So the, my biggest uh, advice is just be yourself and, you know, speak the way you are most comfortable with. And of course, this is a struggle sometimes when people pressure you to be like someone else or you feel the need to be another person in order to succeed or to be liked. But Datuk Nicole David also feels this way, especially at the beginning. Well, in the beginning when everything was happening at a young age, I always felt that when I was world number one and being uh, a Malaysian carrying the, the flag for the country, I always felt that there was yeah that responsibility to be something else or to be something better. And it wasn't. I, I learned very fast that what I achieve is because of who I am and people uh, respect me the way I am that way. So at the end, I always carry that with me. If I keep to my main core beliefs, what I, I truly am, I not change anything for anyone. That, and I hope people feel the same way to not try to be something else. And if you ever doubt yourself, take Vishal's advice. A marketeer and public relations practitioner, in episode 4, he talked about how relying on your support system is so important in order to do things that are new, things that are scary, but things that are ultimately super valuable in order for you to grow and develop as a person. And you're right about not knowing the outcome uh, because that's the, something that you can never plan. But some of the times when I doubt myself, I look at the people around me who believe that I can do a particular thing. And I bank on their experience and wisdom because if they feel I can do something and they know better than me, perhaps I can. Ultimately, please remember that it's okay to feel scared because those nerves are actually good. Even I feel super scared until now. 
when I'm about to interview someone or even give a speech. And that is totally fine because with practice, you learn how to better overcome it. So even though I'm nervous, I have mechanisms in place or I have experiences that I have lived in order for me to know that these nerves are just temporary. And honestly, fear is good because it grounds you, it humbles you, and it means whatever you're doing matters to you because you care about its outcome. And Azif also agrees with me. Sometimes you panic and sometimes you are paralyzed because of yeah. that fear I still get butterflies and and I've learned to appreciate that I've learned that it is a good sign that I'm still feeling butterflies because then I'm invested in this process and I want to do the best that I can so what are you waiting for remember it's okay to feel scared it's okay to be nervous it's okay to be yourself as long as you practice expressing yourself practice speaking your mind debating public speaking all of those things become normalized all of those things become easy and when you unlock those secret powers you'll realize that there's so many benefits that come out of it being able to change the narrative being able to tell your story being able to be an informed citizen basically all of the things our guests have highlighted in this episode so if you're still on the fence i know exactly something that can convince you and these are basically the reasons why our guests seek to speak and i hope the reason why they choose to speak will inspire you to further speak in your own personal spaces thank you and i'll see you in the next episode Bye. I seek to speak because we all have a voice and we all have what it takes to express ourselves in whatever we do, whether it's what we're feeling or what we want to tell someone. We have to speak up and make our voice something that matters. Because I believe that our lives are interconnected to one another. We owe a moral duty to help one another to move forward together. So I speak because I believe that it will be good not just for me but for all of us and that when we succeed as a community we will succeed together. The reason why I seek to speak, you know, when you're communicating with someone, you have to put it together and put it across. You know, that's for me, you know, the goal which is that, you know, I'm able to I have it together, but I'm able to put it across to um, the audience in the way that is most effective or impactful for them. I seek to speak because I want to leave behind a legacy. I want to make an impact to this world that we live in and I don't think I'll be able to do that if I kept to myself and I didn't reach out. And because of that, I want to reach as many people as I can through speaking. That's why I seek to speak. I seek to express myself. Do I seek to speak? I think for me, the best way for humanity to move on is to learn from each other. And to learn from each other, if everyone could speak clearly, articulately and express themselves. And I seek to speak to bridge the human condition that has predisposed us to viewing the world from only our lens without considering others. I seek to speak because I believe in the power of knowledge that only with knowledge would you feel empowered enough to make informed decisions on your sex life, on your life. I seek to speak because I hope that more students will find their voice to speak for themselves. I hope that you know they will believe in their self-agency, that they can take control of their own learning. But when it comes to challenging the status quo, that starts to disadvantage them.